Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Redestein Pinza AT. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Unbelievable. It is the Herd, Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> it's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with the year. Brady Quinn is you the can, best. <laughs> you he can is the best. Absolutely listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app. And if you are listening on one of our hundreds of affiliates all across the country, we appreciate you making us a part of your Friday as we have some fun here. And uh, do not disclose uh, certain conversations that may or may not happen during the break. But nonetheless, it is a fun little Friday edition of The Herd here. We appreciate uh, everybody taking part in the program. We do do a Monday through Friday show ourselves. Uh, It's a lot earlier than this. 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific Time. So if you like what you hear, if you're up at that time and you want to check us out, you can find uh, our show on Fox Sports Radio and also on the iHeartRadio app. Now, there's uh, some... I'm King of the Mammals on IG, by the way, if you want to follow me. Kang! The first thing I noticed. Yeah. Is that I'm the Kang? (laughs) Yeah. That's what you noticed? First thing I noticed. Man, oh, man. What is that, a bowling pin? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, we're talking. Oh, no. Look like a fifth. <laughs> you got problems, man. Isn't it Friday? It is Friday. It is Friday. Why? What do you get at, Brady? <laughs> it is Friday. I don't know. Usually, we, we tend to celebrate Fridays. We oh, do celebrate that's right. Fridays. Even even when it's the off season, it's a little something we do on our show called uh, Well, you know, Football Friday. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on! Uh, 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 
Uh, yeah, I'm, the king. Uh, I'm the king. Uh, I'm the king. I'm the king. Come on. Come on. It's ball. football. Where's it's Lee? Friday. Where's it's Lee? football. And it's Friday. It's a football. Lee's it, Friday. Lee's it Here comes Lee. Down the street. Here comes Lee. <laughs> get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Come on. Get it. Get it. Get it. Come on. music Come on, Lee. Come on, Lee. Come on, Lee. Come on. Yeah. 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 It's football. It's Friday. Good morning. This isn't the right music. This isn't the right music. What is what is right music? Come on. Come on now. Oh, yeah. Friday night is a football Friday. Come on. Football Friday. Rock them. Suck them. Throw it. Catch it. I'm the king. Come on. Football Friday. It is a football Friday here on The Herd here on Fox Sports Radio. And we are filling in for Colin. And we are talking all sorts of fun football stuff here on the show. Now, I don't know if LeBar would like to vent about the fact. I mean, you talk about ungrateful. Am I ungrateful? Like, just completely ungrateful. And I'm not even going to sit here and try and justify the reaction from, you know, the college football players and, you know, the college football PA that wants to come out and say, well, you know, apparently, because apparently $600 in a free video game just isn't good enough anymore. Apparently that's not good hey. enough anymore. But where I come from, 600 bucks in a free video game, that, you know what, That man? goes a long way. Hell yeah. Don't you spend that 600 yeah. in every place. You know that's I mean? how we Everywhere. do it in the, the Halo 5. Time. Yeah. Is, is, right. is there also an element that they're not, take into account that you know this particular year's game you know that player lives on for uh, we could say eternity but there's a value in that right like having your name and number associated with that university in that game for being a part of that there's probably some sort of intrinsic value that we're not factoring in here because i i know they're like well why aren't they getting royalties off it i'm thinking to myself i'm like wait a second were we getting Madden royalties like, like back when we were playing in the NFL? Like when you start comparing the NFL model, what? which is where college football is inching towards, I'm sitting there thinking. I'm like, I feel like some of the things they're asking for, it's like it's not really out there like that. If it is, it, it's in a very similar manner to what's being offered for a lot of these student athletes, at least in college football. But I think that that's the the interesting, the most interesting storyline connected to what's taking place with it, this in particular with the game with the the college football game because when you start to try to break down how you're going to monetize it or what's the business model of it now that it's connected to the NIL and players having, you know, rights over their their name image and likeness where are you going to find a fair market value as a game it's almost to be honest with you it almost makes sense to do the game exactly the way that you did it the first time around and you don't use any names and you don't use the name if anything you take all that money and you pay the university so that you can use because you remember in the original game it was college station it was state college like you couldn't right. you didn't use the the real names of the school um i almost feel like it would be counterproductive to have the game you know what would be interesting? I'll say, I'll say this. Here's what would be interesting is giving a player the right to own their their player. And 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 I'm just sitting here thinking of it out loud on or you know on 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 the show because on on Madden, you're able to create your own character. You're you're able to create your own player if you want to create yourself, whatever it may be. Why not just have it where you create your own player? And you own your own player, 
and that's how the player is monetized in the game. You get a royalty off of creating your own player. Yeah, but this every, way everybody's going to make themselves a 99. It's not realistic. Well, well, here's the know, thing. Someone tells me you wouldn't, Jonas. Someone Here. tells me like Jonas would make himself like a, a, loser. Oh, a 72. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, just be being like, realistic. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, need, I need it to be real. <laughs> I'm just being realistic. <laughs> like Jonas would have the opportunity to give himself every advantage to be so good in the game, but yet he would somehow be more realistic. And yeah. be like, well, there was that one time I dropped that pass. <laughs> That'll that, take me down true. five points. Or that guy ran away from me to get the touchdown yes, right. or something. Yes. You know what's interesting? It does create the opportunity for conversation, though, right? If a kid comes out and he makes himself a 99 all across the board, those message boards are going to fry him. They're going to fry them. It's like, what if you put it in a way where, okay, the performance is on the game or something like that. The algorithms help to determine what – I don't know. I, I'm just thinking to myself, are your funds better better spent figuring out the ways around it versus the ways through it? Because the ways through it, how many football players do you have to pay $600? That's going to become I, 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 pretty I don't costly, know, but once, right? once they sign up for it, once they pay it, you kind of have – you know. The ownership of the rights to it, right? So for six hundred bucks, I mean, there's a lot of nerds with GameStop accounts who are like, "I'd do anything for six hundred dollars." No, they're, free no, video they're game. not. No, you're you're outdated because them gamers is making more money know, than man. anybody these days. You go on them Twitch pages, oh man, them that, dudes is generating dollars. That they got GameStop like, stock price hit a hit a wall. Did I it? Mean, yeah, I'm just I mean, talking about the Twitch channel. I don't know, oh, you know, some of the stuff. The game. That. Yeah, I watched. Twitch, I just watched please. that show. Did you Twitch, like it? Please. Yeah. Jonas, Jonas Knox, what, man. What I, I mean, that's about? that's that's witty. That's the witty play of the gay, the, yeah. the, the the day, the day, the day, <laughs> the witty play of the day. I I got Ooh, tongue twisted. <laughs> I got tongue twisted. Oh, <laughs> that was not derogatory. I hate it. <laughs> Listen, um, I, I just <laughs> was not derogatory. It was just you know my tongue got twisted. Listen, I just. Uh, <laughs> Game and play, you know. <laughs> so, hold on. so you, you know, did watch Dumb Money? I did. I yeah, did. It's good, right? It it is. It is good. It definitely is good. Uh, it, it was. It was very. It was very intriguing in terms of the way he built his following and and the way it kind of caught, caught on. The hell are you guys talking? Yeah. GameStop, yeah. Oh no, I, I stopped playing video games when I was like four. Well, I don't it's play video that. games. It was, it was about a Reddit page yeah. and everything else that went on. They basically like helped prop up GameStop to. I think it ended up being like eighty-one bucks or so a share, and like propped it all up because they were trying to basically get all these catch all these hedge funds in a short squeeze. And they uh, <laughs> it ended up now. I mean, they propped it up for a while where these guys were like losing money hand over fist, but uh, unfortunately now it's dropped back down to like. I was at thirteen bucks, whatever it is now. So everything's. Uh, it was up there, though. Woo! It was, yeah. It was yeah. up there. They drove. Yeah. They drove that stock up and wasn't selling. Do Make not sell. Hold. That was right. Hold the line, baby. Hold the line. <laughs> hold the line. <laughs> hold the line. Hold the hold. door. Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold door. Hold door. Hold the door. Hold door. Um, well, listen, uh, one guy who Boy, was in college football saying, for a long man. time. <laughs> got clear at the end. Boy. Hey, it made sense, though. Yes, it did. What an emotional scene in Game oh, of Thrones. Man. Whole yeah. door. Like, man, that's why you're a whole door. Hey, by the way, Lee DeLab and I tried playing the Game of Thrones uh, slot machine in Vegas. How'd that uh, go? Not yeah. well. No, no. no. 
Yeah, not well. Lost it yeah. all. No bueno, huh? Like, I thought like you saw a dragon that was good it's news. Only, it's only because you were with Jonas, Lee. If you had gambled outside of Jonas, you might have won some. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, true. Is the rule of thumb for slots you just go for what looks the coolest? I don't, I don't understand. Is oh, there, yeah. Is there strategy to any of that? I hear that. Because I would just follow where Jonas went. Jonas just I, went to, I would uh, actually say, like, aren't they all... They're regulated by the gaming commission, so like they have to hit every so often. I would watch someone who's sitting there for a long time that's a loser and just gets up, Jeez. and eventually you'd have to think the thing's gonna hit. So at many some point. spins, yeah, uh, yeah. You know music. You have any intel on how slot machines work in Vegas? Uh, not necessarily slot machines, but I will say to push back against Brady. Last time I was in Vegas with Jonas, we definitely won money at the blackjack table. Oh, that's, that's a lie. lie. What was that a decade that's, ago? That's a lie. Uh, yeah, twenty seventeen. It was close. Yeah, yeah. It was Mayweather yeah. McGregor. Yeah, we were out hey, there for Mayweather. That's a lie. <laughs> hey, music. I'm how much just, did you pay him to say that? Uh, how, or how much did he pay you to say nothing that? Nothing at all. You know, you know it's funny. Music yeah. soul child. That's yeah. a lie. That's <laughs> a lie. I do recall. We did I, lose at the slot machines we first. Did, yeah. Lost we, at the slot machines did. first, then made money at the blackjack yeah, table. I, I also think uh, music and I, we tried to learn craps for the umpteen side of the Oh, gosh. That was not Because we were you know on the liver loop at that time. So it was like, nice. It was a bit of a problem. Me but. and Lee gambled together and we were up big. Yeah. I and then he let away. me down. He yeah. let me down as a friend. <laughs> By the way, I come downstairs. It's one in the afternoon. I don't think Lee and LeVar slept and they're having no, we cigars. Didn't. We were going. <laughs> drinking old fashioned. We went after it that day. <laughs> we went after it. I felt gave, bad. Gave me a couple purple chips for my uh, pocket. I should have ran away at that point. I gave him like three purple chips. Three, four? It was more than that, huh? Yeah, it was a bunch. I, I, I kept one or two of them. You know what's crazy? Uh, that's okay. That You know what's crazy is I thought I had spent the whole entire amount that I pulled out, and I did it. So I thought I was like behind, but I wasn't. But it didn't matter, but it was still interesting because yeah. we were way up. We, look, we were way up. I was playing, and we was way up. And I just I just didn't think that 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 dealer could get me. God dang. And a guy, yeah. Can't do three it hands. Three hands. I was like, you can't get me again. I, went, <laughs> I put like five Gs. Lee, how much you got in your pocket? <laughs> Give me them chips, Lee. That's how We're going to win this one. Because in your mind, you're like, he's going to win. Is it, tell the truth. It's, it's your money. If you want your money back, I'll but, give you your money but, back. But in your, and you're right. But in your mind, when you gave me the chips you, and you were looking at me, did you, you're you like, man, there's really a No. I wanted to, I wanted you to wanted tell to you go? no. Yeah. <laughs> Let's walk away, Mark. That sucks. I mean, what, that's what horrible. You, like, come on, you know what he brings with him. <laughs> was it? Well, that's I mean, true. He's, he's you know what else was that, next to those chips? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, was that? Uh, we would have been better if I if I had <laughs> colored them in and played with the black chips. You know, is what he's trying to say. Now it makes but sense. It was purple chips. They should have been black chips. Now you know it makes I mean? sense. Yeah, you yeah. Know? And well, I wouldn't have lost as much if I lost when I was losing. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, it all adds up. Um, <laughs> and, and apparently, uh, and don't let Jonas take take your bets to the to the sports book because that's going to come. It's up not short my too. fault. There was a bad decision in go. boxing. I can't. Right. I shouldn't be held accountable for that. I, I was very very. You laid the bet, pal. Yeah. Right, well, yeah, you you put the bet down, I'm ne- I, and I trusted you. Also, for people that aren't familiar with this story, uh, we talked about this. Uh, that was also earlier in the afternoon. Lee and I were watching horse racing, and uh, the one the one horse race I won, I picked the horse to win. 
it was taking forever to collect. <laughs> and it turned, out, it turned out they disqualified him because he basically whipped the horse next to him on the final turn. So, of course, of all the horses I bet on, that's I, I, pull, I bet on the one that like pulled out a shiv Dang. like on the track while the other horse was turned. And he ended up getting disqualified. Oh, like the go. one the one I finally won. That's called, you know, they say dumb uh, was, luck. That's Jonas luck. Damn. Yeah. yeah. It, it was pretty clear interference. <laughs> yeah. it, he definitely slapped that horse. <laughs> Jonas has the worst luck of anyone. I know. It's not great, man. <laughs> it really isn't great. luck. He's the type of guy that buys a pair of socks and he opens it up. He's only with one inside. <laughs> and that one's got a hole in the big toe. Exactly. <laughs> Which, you hey. know what? Nothing wrong with that. Um, Hey. Well, listen, hey, uh, it is uh, LeVar Arrington, Dang. Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you, filling in for Colin on the Herd Dang. here on Fox. I'm not taking the bait. I'm just not doing it. No, I refuse to take Why the bait. Are you okay with I don't think you even knew what it meant. Why no, are you okay with it. a hole in your sock I where the big toe goes? Because, <laughs> listen, I know what LeVar was doing. <laughs> what, what, what are you talking about? I just thought. What's the problem? Uh, look, all I know is Why this. Why do you like that one hole in the... <laughs> all I know is this. <laughs> Big fan of Discover. And did you, you know that Discover yes. wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Um, so we are going to find out, potentially, the solving of two mysteries in the NFL. Uh-oh. So some things are out there. There's some speculation. We're going to try and get to the bottom of it with our NFL expert. That's coming up next here on The Herd on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He is Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter at the MMQB, also lead content strategist as well, as well too. You can get him on X at Albert Breer. And Albert, it's a little bit later in the day, so I, I feel like we're all just okay. sort of getting, getting to know each other at this point. How we yeah, feeling? Yeah, yeah. How are you guys doing? You guys feel nice and well rested? It's crazy, man. I, I mean, I'm definitely not because I'm in, like I'm on hour four of my uh, drive back from skiing. Mm. So, uh, oh, yeah, nice. So Heart life. You guys are feeling good, huh? Heart life. Yeah, real relatable yeah. there, Albert. Fourth hour back from the uh, driving from the, the yeah. ski ski. We all trip. feel bad yeah. for you. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well. My legs are sore. My oh, legs are sore. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of sense. somebody out there for me. Did I you mean, do black diamonds? Which one which ones were you oh, going yeah, down? No, I took my I took my nine year old, my seven year old down a double block this time. <laughs> Did Very, you really? They begged they begged me for like two days and it was touch and go, but we got down with no injuries. So do do they use poles? They do, yeah. Okay, yeah, they to. do. Like I, this was like this trip was the first time for the seven year old with poles, so um, so yeah, they made it down, which is great. That's got to be one of the wildest things I ever experienced was going down a ski slope. Yes, a big dude like me. Yeah, add one more um, um, thing in there. Variable. Wait, add wait. one more variable oh. in there. One, a big black dude <laughs> oh, going geez. down, going down a, a ski slope, and I just saw all these little kids just zooming past me Bombing, with, yeah. with no poles though, and I'm like, well, wait. that's the whole. You know what, though? That's the whole thing, though, LeVar. Like, I, I grew up skiing, so I've been skiing since I was, like, two, because my mom is my mom's from Austria, so it's, like, over there, it's, like, I, it's like football is here. You know what I mean? Mm. So, um, so like, I grew up with it. But, like, what I've always heard from people who um, who picked it up as adults is, like, they, like, what everybody says is there's, like, a fearlessness that you learn about doing, like, learn doing it when you're really, really young that you have for the rest of your life that you can't have if you picked it up as an adult. Like, it's a really dumb sport if you think about it. It's just, I mean, everybody's up on a mountain on two sticks flying down. You know what I mean? Like, so if you didn't start doing it when you're like three, four, five years old, and if you started doing it when you were 20 or 25 or 30, um, then, you know, you're not going to have, you're going to be more reasonable about it. You're going to think about what you're actually doing. Whereas if you grew up doing it, you don't have that sense of reason in your head. Mm, makes sense. No, oh, listen. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, speaking of making sense, we're trying to make sense of uh, one of two situations. So you pick a card, any ki- card, Albert. Well, your your best yep. knowledge on all all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the Malcolm Butler, why he was not played more than he was in the Super Bowl conversation, has come up because yeah. the Patriots dynasty stuff has come out, and then we've got the Eagles drama and some speculation as to what's going on there. So, you kind of take it where you want to go. Which one do you have the best gauge of? Yeah, I mean, we can do both if you want. I start with the Patriots, which I mean, a few of us have given an explanation, and I, and I, I honestly, I haven't seen what's in the dynasty series, so um, you know, I. I as far as you guys probably are through two episodes. And um, I haven't seen the, the, the Malcolm Butler episode yet, but you know, my knowledge at the time, um, and we'll, the best I could dig through it was he was legitimately sick, um, which is why he stayed behind. And he didn't come to, um, he didn't come to, uh, to Minnesota where the game was um, until I believe it was Wednesday that week where the rest of the team got there Monday because of that. And then he just had a really rough week of practice. Didn't look good. And 
they told him at the end of the week that okay, you're 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 being demoted. You're going to come in in the nickel. You're not going to be our base defense. You're going to be our third corner in this game. And apparently, he sort of went in the tank after that. And Belichick made the decision not to play him. Now, I mean, what the the problem with that explanation has always been? Well. Yeah, that makes sense if you didn't start him, but then when Nick Foles started lighting you up, wouldn't you have thrown him out there at some point? So that's where that doesn't connect quite as much. But, um, but yeah, that was the explanation I'd gotten at the time and that I've heard since, uh, the best one at least. And then, um, you know, with the Eagles, I mean, look, like there are a lot of explanations for why things went the, went the way they went. You know, I, I've seen the thing with Big Dom. You know, that's out there. Um, there's other stuff that's been floating around. I mean, I would just say this. They, they got really old on defense, you know, and they've been hanging on to, to guys in key spots. You know, the corners are obviously older, and um, on the defensive line, they're still relying on guys like Fletcher Cox and Brandon Graham, and um, they haven't developed young players at the same rate on that side of the ball. And that plus the coaching situation there and the drop-off after having lost Jonathan Gannon going from Sean to side of Matt Patricia, all of it caught up with them. Now, um, are there other elements that exacerbated the problem? I think there were, but I think the primary issue was actually on the roster. And it feels to me a little bit like, I don't know, it feels like some of the blame for some of the stuff that ha- was happening with the roster got shifted off of that somehow over the last couple of months. Mm. Albert, I want to uh, kick it into gears into a more current event. Um, what's happening right now in Chicago? We've heard a lot from Justin Fields this week where he's tired yep. of hearing about him getting traded. Honestly, we were tired of talking about him being traded. Uh, yeah. When, when do you think this is going to happen, if and when it's going to happen? Please tell me it's not going to drag out to a close No, I, I mean, I, I don't think so because that's not in the, the Bears' best interest, Brady. I mean, like so like last year, and if you want to use last year's template, last year um, they made the decision to move the number one overall pick during the Senate meeting that's concluding pretty much today, right? Like so through their pre-draft meeting. So they went to the combine with a plan in place that they were going to trade the first overall pick. Um, and if they were going to do it early, it would have to be at a premium. So then they started talking with the Texans um, and the Panthers and the Raiders about moving that pick. Obviously, ultimately, they came to, um, in early March, a decision to to move it to the Panthers because the Panthers were willing to meet that premium. But the bones of the trade were put in place in Indianapolis during the scouting combine. I'm telling you that story because the timeline is that that would be happening really soon if they follow the same timeline. And I would add this. I don't think there's going to be the same premium on Justin Fields on the idea of moving him early because um, you know the market could fall out after free agency starts. The reason for that is because um, the number of suitors naturally will drop. Um, in other words, the number of teams that have quarterback openings is going to be higher now than it's going to be four weeks from now, five weeks from now, six weeks from now, um, because free agency is going to start. Quarterbacks are going to be traded. Quarterbacks are going to be signed. Kirk Cousins is going to have a home. We're going to know for sure the fate of Baker Mayfield. All that stuff will be in place, so there will be less places for the Bears to trade Justin Fields. So, naturally, where they would get the best value is, you know, here before the start of free agency. And if it's, if they are going to move him before the start of free agency, then a lot of those discussions will start to happen this week in Indianapolis. And then you'll be there in Indianapolis, right? 
I will be. I yeah. Will be. Yes, that's Geared right. Now, are, are you, are you going to be meandering around late at night where usually those conversations go on at, at some of the steakhouses or Steak and Shake? Can you tell us like, where you know, you're you know, I, I look. I think it'd be hard to predict my whereabouts right now, Brady. So I'm gonna <laughs> oh, that's I'm right. Predict what's going to be going yeah. on? Booze hound. It could yeah. be a recovery room. <laughs> 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 hey, I, you, I, guys I, send, you guys want to? You guys want You guys want to send an IV over to my? Uh, uh, hey, I've got a buddy as a, as a gift. I would be. Uh, I, I would not turn it down. I've got a buddy who owns the uh, an IV clinic. He can. Uh, he can send them to you. So there you, there you go. I'll, I'll there you go. Yeah. Bam. Let me let me ask you. Bradshaw came out in support of of Pickett. Uh, I don't know. You might know better it, how much how much impact that has having a legend come out and support him. And what what is the current you know temperature of the the quarterback situation in the Berg? Yeah. Well, obviously, Lavar. If you want to go back and look, like I mean, when Mike Tomlin made that the the comment that they were going to add competition to the room. Um, they didn't know who their offensive coordinator was going to be. Um, so obviously they do now, you know, and, and, and Arthur Smith's input is going to, I think, help move the process forward and, you know, how they're going to, how they're going to change or adjust that room. Um, now, as they said, the plan is for Kenny Pickett to be in it. Um, I do think they're going to bring in some level of competition. And you know, I think part of what they've been mulling over is, you know, like how do you approach that? Do you approach it by putting somebody in the room who could help mentor Kenny Pickett and be sort of the in case of emergency break glass guy, guy maybe who knows the scheme and can help Kenny Pickett and the room with Arthur Smith's scheme. Well, like then Ryan Tannehill would be kind of the perfect guy, right? Because he played for for Arthur and has best years um, for Arthur there in Tennessee. Um, or do you want to add real competition and give yourself two swings at getting? the quarterback position right. And in that case, I think somebody like Justin Fields would make sense, where you can look at Arthur Smith and say, okay, Arthur has done a really good job of adjusting his scheme to whoever the quarterback is, so that would make him sort of an ideal guy to get the most out of Justin Fields. And Mike Tomlin's got great relationships and ties back to Ohio State. They've you know, had some of the key members of their team over the last you know 15 years, guys like Ryan Shazier and Cam Hayward come out of that program. So, Tomlin's going to go know all the good and the bad. He's going to have all the information on Justin Fields. And, you know, I think, you know, ostensibly have the best chance to get the most out of him. So, um, you know, it sort of depends on what path they choose now. And, you know, again, there's there's benefits to both. But it's either the veteran guy who knows Arthur Smith's system and can help the room and then be the guy if Kenny Pickett fails, and that'd be Ryan Tannehill, or it'd be to go and find a young guy like Fields. He's Albert Breer, senior NFL reporter, lead content strategist at the MMQB, joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox filling in here for Colin on the Herd. Albert, is there a maybe an under-the-radar or a surprise quarterback move, whether it's a team drafting a quarterback that we don't expect or just another move during this offseason that you're keeping an eye on? I mean, it wouldn't blow me away if, See, I think there are a few teams in the top ten that couldn't start sniffing around and trading up. Um, it wouldn't blow me away if the Giants made a move um, to go and get a quarterback. Now, they they are committed to Daniel Jones contractually for another year, but he only has the guarantees through you know twenty twenty four. So, is there a scenario where they either move up or they draft a JJ McCarthy or something like that, where it's like okay, like. We want to, you know, kind of set up our future now 
So we'll have Daniel Jones as a placeholder for 24 and then move to, you know, a, a rookie in 2025. I think that that's certainly possible. Um, you know, Russell Wilson will be an interesting one to track, um, you know, going forward. And, you know, I, I think, again, like there are more teams outside of the top three that could get aggressive to try to move up. And that's why I think there's going to be a great market for those top three picks if Chicago, Washington, or New England have an appetite for moving them. And so I throw, like, Atlanta and Vegas and, and teams like that in that group. So um, I think it's going to be an interesting, interesting, um, you know, sort of dynamic there. And, um, you know, we'll know soon what, what, what you know, Chicago, Washington, and, and, and New England think of the, 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 the top quarterbacks. My guess would be right now Chicago is not going to entertain moving the pick and they'll stick there with Caleb Williams. And then Washington's in a good position because then they'd have the choice of Drake May or Jade Daniels. New England's spot would be a little bit more, i say a little more complicated because they're not sure which one of the two guys is going to fall to them. But I think, you know, the intrigue quarterback-wise could be with teams trying to make a move up into the top three to get one of those three guys. You are a seasoned vet as a dad. He I'll is. tell you that, my guy. Yeah. You know, hey, can, can I ask you about form. next week with the combine coming up? some guys that may kind of emerge or showcase. I mentioned the name Joe Milton out of Tennessee earlier. I mean, he's big. He's he's got a, he's got a rocket for an, he might walk into the league and have the strongest arm in the league. Like that's not an exaggeration. Is that a guy like that? It's maybe on some NFL radars where they look at him and say, we get this guy some seasoning, some development. He could turn into a superstar. Yeah. I mean, it may be like, I don't know, because, like, well, Jacob Eason had some off-field stuff, right? Like, but, Dude, but it's sort of rem- terrible. I mean, his huh? arm is so much – Joe Millen's arm is so much stronger. Wasn't Eason – Eason had a huge arm, though, didn't he? No? Not like this, dude. Not like this. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, I mean, like, but I, the reason I use Eason as an example is because the Colts took a flyer on him in the fourth round, right? Like, and that was probably pretty high for based on his performance. The NFL is always going to – you know, take take risks on guys like this. They will take risks on talent. So I, I think somebody's going to look at, at Joe Milton and say, okay, so, like, he was in that weird circumstance at Michigan um, where, you know, the COVID year went the way the COVID year went for them, and they wind up going with Cade McNamara. And then he transfers to Tennessee, and he's stuck behind Hedman Hooker, who played really well for two years. And he really only got one year to play – so is there something there? Um, and to me, like, I'm with you. Like, I physically, I mean, he's massive, too, right? Like, he's going to probably come in at, like, 6'5", six, 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 245. 6'6", plus 245. Right, and he can move, too. So, I mean, I not that he's, like, I, I've heard people make the Richardson comparison. I don't think he's as explosive an athlete as, as Richardson was, right? But, like, size-wise and arm-wise, like, that part is there. And so, yeah, I think he's certainly somebody who's going to put on a show um, at the Combine, no question about it. I think what's going to be interesting, too, Brady, is to see how many of these guys work out, you know, with the continued discussion about, all right, like how, um, you know, like, like should these guys be getting paid? or Is there really mu- as much for, for guys like this to go and benefit from at the Combine? Um, whether, like, you know, so I, I, I like, I, my guess would be Marvin Harrison doesn't work out. Um, does a Malik Neighbors work out? Does a Roma Dunze work out? Does Joe Alt work out? Does uh, Does Fashanu work out? Like the, you know, those are the sorts of guys I would think like a JJ McCarthy would because he's got like ground to gain. But I think that there's a lot of 
I would say like this group, this this draft has a really strong like high end. Like the the top half of the first round relative to other years is really really strong. So you know what we see from those guys in Indianapolis is going to be really really interesting. All right, that's it, Albert. We'll let you get back to your uh, what you got going on there. <laughs> Sounds like a lot of chaos in the okay! background. Okay, I mean, and this, uh, <laughs> we we do have some chaos. I think I navigated that okay. But most importantly, my phone navigated everything. Hell yeah, nice. which See? is always a win, as you guys know. That, yeah. that that's old news. I mean, yeah, that whole uh, that whole phone stuff. People <laughs> well, that give burner you a hard time. account, that, that 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 burner account, I believe, is right. still out there, right? I think I think it is. I think Albert <laughs> Breer's mystery phone, the burner account that was created, uh, it could be, still be out there. You but know, get him on Twitter. Albert, at Albert uh, Lavar's got a uh, he's got a, a burner account. It's called, it's the knee Doppler. Yeah. His, his knee can tell the weather. What do you use? Well, my what knee do you use now, that burner account for Lavar? Uh, just it's just to tell you guys the weather. You know where I'm at. Oh, right. You know my knee so actually will tell you. Yeah, yeah, it'll tell you if it's about to rain, and it was killing me the last few days. You know, but now it feels great. It feels amazing. So I think that there's great great uh, weather ahead of us, Albert. Burrow. It's like the groundhog. That's right. Yeah. Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah. yeah. I check on my knee, and it tells me if there's going to be a extended uh, winter or if we're getting some good weather coming. So, yeah. He yeah. said rain. Oh, we. Uh, wait, so did you see your shadow or no? Uh, I don't need to look for the shadow, uh, Albert. It's just all in the feels of of the inner workings of that surgically repeat, repaired knee. You know, that's all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's winter over. Yeah, it's over. It's over. Oh, awesome. We're awesome. moving okay, on. Great. We're, yeah. mo- we're moving okay. on. That's yeah. a wrap. It's a wrap. Um, yeah. Albert, uh, good stuff as always. Travel safe. And again, you can get him on Twitter or X at Albert Breer. Follow along. Uh, all sorts of fun stuff uh, with the NFL offseason underway and draft season here. So we'll do it again next week, Al. Awesome. Thanks, guys. There he all is. Right. Uh, it is LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you. Filling in for Colin on the Herd. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Coming up next, we are going to close up with the final installment of the Herdline News and something explosive. You talk about the first time ever Ever in the NFL? That's yours here on FSR. Hey, we're Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio every day, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern. But here's the thing. We never have enough time to get to everything we want to get to. And that's why we have a brand new podcast called Overpromised. You see, we're having so much fun in our two-hour show, we never get to everything. Honestly, because this guy oh, is overpromising things we never have time for. Yeah, you blubber lips. Blaming me. Well, you know what? It's called overpromise. You should be good at it because you've been overpromising women for years. Well, it's a Cavino and Rich after show, and we want you to be a part of it. We're going to be talking sports, of course, but we're also going to talk life and relationships. And if Rich and I are arguing about something or we didn't have enough time, it will continue on our after show called Overpromised. Well, if you don't get enough Cavino and Rich, make sure you check out Overpromised and also uncensored by the way so maybe we'll go at it even a little harder it's going to be the best after show podcast of all time there you go over promising and remember you could see it on youtube but definitely join us listen to over promised with cavino and rich on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts attention all wrestling aficionados wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Make sure you check out the podcast. It'll be going up shortly after we go off the air. So just search Two Pros. That's the name of our show, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, which you can hear Monday through Friday, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific Time. Or you can search The Herd wherever you get your podcast. Be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search Two Pros or The Herd wherever you get your podcast. You'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Ryan Music, what do we got? I'll tell you what we got. You got a new NFL salary cap. That's right. The upcoming season set at over two hundred and fifty-five million. That's Dang. right, two hundred fifty-five. Mo money, mo money, yeah. mo money, mo. So that would be so, a, that's an increase of about thirty million prior to last season. Okay, so here's the interesting thing: is there's a lot of great websites out there. Over the cap, uh, Spotrack, all those. What they were projecting? I, I want to say I saw a number like two hundred forty-two, two hundred forty. 45 maybe like they even projected lower than this i mean this is it's awesome for the players but it just goes to show you right now the nfl is so healthy and is absolutely just lining their pockets these owners with cash year over year after year yeah mm-hmm. i mean and with all the money they save on field turf and things like that it's <laughs> just point. you know <laughs> at least bang least bang they're, they're coming out you know, on top of all that. Bang, bang, bang. bang. Yeah, bang, some bang. some context around that. Uh, Adam Schefter had posted a picture of the salary cap going back to 1994. The largest jump prior to this, I think, was around $17 million. So this is, like, far and away the largest year-over-year increase uh, nice. going Football's back to King. 1994. Crazy. Nice. All right. Crazy. In- 
not kings right now would be Major League Baseball in their new uniforms, which uh, continue to create issues what's going on there, for the it? players. Yeah, what's that look well, like? Well, listen, they got they got a new they got a new uniforms that they're trying. Dubbed, Are the stripes bigger? Well, they're dubbed performance jerseys. Uh, nice. So yeah, they look like t-shirts. Light. They're trying to yeah, nice and light and airy, we'll but well, oh. yeah. Unfortunately, oh. due to the shade of Yikes. what some of the pants are, yeah, a little bit of see-through action that the players are complaining <laughs> oh, about. Right. Oh, right. Wow. Yeah. Like, why oh, would this be a problem? You know, like, yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh, my we, my birthmark has been discovered. <laughs> it's not Was a, it a Louisville Slugger? Oh, yeah. oh man. <laughs> Batter up. <laughs> it's Wolfie Bob. It's Wolfie Bat season. I, I assume the players are happy about this. Uh, the players not happy, actually. Oh, they're not happy. No, about yeah. Oh, the wow. uh, head of their association, Tony Clark, has been taking some complaints about things other than just the shade or lack thereof. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, players are lodging many, many complaints, and they're hoping to have this solved before the start I of the regular season. Refuse and will not wear. Uh. Okay. These bottoms. Well, they wouldn't think to run this by the players first. <laughs> maybe have some of them sample the goods before they rolled out the. Hey, this is what we're going. It's like when the NBA changed basketball. Maybe they did sample the like, goods. <laughs> well, yeah, true. Yeah, depending on I mean, who got who got their shot to try on the uniform, maybe he signed off and was like, "This is great." That, that is true. <laughs> hey. I, mean, I mean, look, hey. Travis Kelsey has Taylor Swift. All right, the MLB is trying to do something to maybe help see through get uniforms. one of their players huh? get oh, a yeah. uh, get a superstar. Maybe that'll help viewership for somebody's baseball game. I'll take know? that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get greedy. <laughs> I just feel bad for the bad boys. Oh, oh man. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> See what applies to them, right. too. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Right. Hey, better be good weather using them uniforms. Um, what else we got, music? <laughs> All right. We'll finish up with this. Obviously, a lot of discussion about the NBA All-Star game. Not quite what it used to be. Kevin Garnett on his KG certified oh, podcast. He, uh, we're not going to play the audio. There wouldn't be much left after we had to make it uh, <laughs> FCC compliant. Yeah. yeah, but basically, what he he was saying in no uncertain terms is there's a disconnect between the older veteran players and the younger stars. He used the examples of when he was a young and up and coming player, guys like Michael Jordan, Pat Ewing, Shaq, Charles Barkley. They set the tone, telling the younger players this is what it's going to be like, talking smack with each other, taking the game serious, and then players like himself and Kobe carried that on as they became the veteran stars. So, not naming names. You can read between the lines. He seems to be pointing the finger at today's veteran all stars. Not taking it seriously. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't ta- I mean, maybe he was taking it too right. seriously. You know, <laughs> yeah. brandishing weapons. And all right. Stuff, so you're you know. saying at next year's All Star Game, somebody's got to take it upon themselves to wipe out somebody. I mean, else. is that a, is that a shot at LeBron James? I That's mean, what it feels like, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Without right, naming LeBron or Steph or KD, who okay. would be this generation of veteran All Stars. It feels like he's essentially saying, those guys don't take it serious. LeBron's never done the dunk contest. It's on the veterans to set the tone for this <laughs> Dude, to be a real event. 40. Like, I mean, come on. He's venturing into like territory unknown for playing as a high of a level for this long. Like, Do we really want LeBron at the end of his career to be in a dunk contest? Somebody's got to be taken out in a violent way during the All-Star game. <laughs> and it's got to be I mean, LeBron. Like, you talking Kurt lane. Rambis style? Yeah, I mean, just oh, something yeah. like that. It's go down the LeBron. lane and uh, next thing you know, yeah, you get undercut. Take him out. Yeah. Nah, I don't wish that on him. Or any other player. I mean, but it would be entertaining to watch. I will say that. 
I mean, it's awful. Like, whatever this incarnation of the All-Star game is, is terrible. I mean, that's just sports that's in just, general, right? That's not, that's our Pro Bowl, and yeah. now it's All-Star I, Weekend. I mean, I, it just Besides is it is. Major League Baseball, yep. which also has the highest rated All-Star game, that's the only one that does it right. Hmm. Something different about baseball's All-Star game. Is it because it's hard to... <laughs> like, nobody like, cared in the beginning. Like you, nobody could, cares during. Nobody cares after. Like you're, stu- you're still right going to throw hard. Like it's not like pitchers are going to go up there and go, eh, "I'll throw you a seventy mile an hour fastball down the pipe." It's like, no, no, I'm still going to throw ninety five plus. Like you can't like, in the All Star games. Only so much elsewhere. you could do with baseball. Yeah, there's only yeah. so much you could do with baseball. It's the Midsummer Classic. Come on. Well, man. plus there's something on the line too, right? Isn't it still like home field? No, nah, it used to be. Oh, they used yeah, to. Yeah, those right? are the good old days. Right? People didn't like yeah. that though. I, I love it. that. It was crazy. Like, all right. Yeah. That so was when Atlanta was winning, isn't yeah. it? That was back then. All right. So there it is. All That's right. uh, Ryan Music with the news. Well done, Ryan. I'm going to have a hell of a weekend. That's what are I you? tell you. I enjoy yes, you doing are. the hurt with you guys, but LeVar Allens are on deck. Yeah. Hey, have one for me, buddy. Yeah. Enjoy your Cheers, weekend, everyone. <laughs> it's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.